2024 Super Bowl commercial rundown, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Here's what we got. Inside the favorites category, Dove starts it off with Hard Knock Life. They own the feel-good thing. Like, they know how to get you right in the feels, and this is a great message about empowerment, but that's really what Dove does well, is the empowerment message, and they did not let down this year. Two, Etsy. Thank you, France. Such a well-produced, funny sport. Bot. It was just great. It was funny to watch. It was fun and entertaining. And it directly tied back to the product and what it was that they delivered. It, I thought it really hit on all cylinders. That was a great one. Bet MGM with Tom Brady and Vince Vaughn. Hysterically funny. And another great execution of tying back constantly to the brand over and over and over again. Sarah V was right on the edge. It almost didn't make my favorites one because of how hokey it was. But again, they tie back to the brand really well, and that was fun. So the Michael Sarah V thing was actually pretty great. I liked it. Runners up, BMW's Christopher Walken thing. You got to admit, if you're a Walken fan at all, you always wonder how the poor guy deals with the fact that every Tom, Dick, and Harry wants to imitate his voice, and I thought that this was a really nice catch. It didn't mean anything uh, about a BMW, and I thought the tie back at the end about being one of a kind and original was sort of tried and true in a little week, but overall it was pretty good. T-Mobile auditions at $7 million a spot plus the cost of talent. I can't even begin to imagine what this cost them. So this is budget flexing, in my opinion, in the biggest way. It really did absolutely nothing to support the brand, except that it had a bunch of people that were really famous on the commercial. I don't know that that's going to do the whole lot to move the needle on things, but it was fun to watch. At least there were some people in there that were interesting. The last one was Pluto TV for their couch potatoes. Um, I, I, it stopped me in my tracks, okay? It was an amazing idea, and I love that they just like were plopping down televisions in the rows like corn. It was great. The thing is, do consumers want to see themselves as couch potatoes? I mean, I think this is the big question on that one. So anyway, great production, really sort of fun to watch. I don't know that it tied me back to Pluto TV as much as it tied me back to thinking about myself and how much television I'm watching and do I really want to become a couch potato, nonetheless. Okay, in the just okay category, Doritos, uh, I don't know, more budget flexing. It was fine and it was great, but I didn't get a whole lot out of it and I don't know that anybody else did either. Kawasaki mullets, funny, but totally random and not sure that that went anywhere either stocks cold brews inner red dragon we all love um, anthony hopkins and i think that he did a great job in it i mean it was twisted and it was weird did it tie me back to cold brew at all no it was a miss on that one and then of course and i know i'm gonna get hate mail on this one i'm not a big fan of the dunkin donuts benefer thing like i don't really get it i get that no, I don't. I just I don't get it. It's fun to watch the relationship between the people that know each other and Ben acting like an idiot in front of Jennifer, who's clearly got her head screwed on straight. And even Matt Damon standing over in the corner going, you know, I'm not doing this for you again. Like this was the one card you get to pull was funny to watch. Does it make me want to stop drinking one kind of coffee and go to Duncan? Does it really support the Duncan message? I don't know. And then swing and a miss, which is a.k.a. dumb as a box of rocks leading with drumstick, which really should have been called dumbstick. That was just, I don't understand that ad at all. It did absolutely nothing to tie in anything about the product to anything and made them look like they were completely tone deaf to somebody 
who was having a problem on an airplane if you even took it that seriously, which I didn't because the whole thing was totally hokey and made no sense. Michelob Ultra's Superior Beach is another one. Suddenly we break into a soccer play because we're waiting on a on a beer to be poured from a keg that's in the back room. I don't know. I feel like this whole thing is like out of the 80s and done to death and just doesn't make any sense. And then this is the last one um, that I'll mention today, which is Popeye's The Wait Is Over. It it was well-produced and it was funny, except that it had nothing to do with anything. And I think there's a lot of food photography or uh, food advertising rather that is this way where they just, they have enough of an idea to kind of thread it through, but it doesn't really do anything. So is that going to drive a whole bunch of trial to wings? Um, maybe, I don't know. It didn't seem to me like that made a whole heck of a lot of sense on any level beyond just enjoying the actor's performance and, and the rest of it. So that's my rundown on the 2024 Super Bowl commercials this year. Eager to hear your thoughts. Short Cast Club.